baking the cake. I'm baking the cake. But I'm thinking, all those memories, all the experience, how did you learn to bake a cake? Where did you learn it from? Textbook? Or did somebody teach you a technique? A quick way around things. I take the quick way. I take it when I'm cooking. Um, but the results are still nice. Because I made it. I made it with a touch of me. Regardless of the result, regardless of the taste, it's not a failure, it's an effort to try. I've sat here and I made three cakes. One banana cake, one brownie cake, and one concoction with carrots in. So I take it it's gonna be some kind of carrot cake. And I'm really gonna do the decoration as much detail as I can with the tools that I have. And I'm not doing it for myself, I'm doing it for other people to impress. Not my cake, my hospitality. To make sure that somebody is welcome. To make sure that everybody can have a slice of cake. I'm... I'm in good spirits, but I am thinking and I cannot switch off this life that I've discovered. It's, it's almost like I analyze every second, every minute, every day of what's going on in my own life and maybe why I am not connecting with certain people, um, why certain people are drawn to me. That's other people, but here I stand alone, making cakes, feeling empty, feeling lonely, even though I've got people around me, but not here in my immediate home, not when I carry out my days. Not that emotional connection. The emotional connection. I feel to myself, if I'm to be loved or give love, as much as I love the people and the community and the things that I do and I embrace everything that I do, why is it I feel so unloved in a way I thought love would be happy? In relationships, happy. Once was, just like life, right? Once was. It's so difficult to maintain healthy balance, healthy relationship when you live in different worlds. One has had an upbringing of traumatic events. The other one had a good upbringing. So my need to share emotion is deep. I'm looking for a deep connection of understanding. But I still stand here alone. Cake. Make a cake for a date. Why? 
I always feel it's always me pushing communities, pushing people. I used to push people away. Now I want them near. It's so hard to get the right selection near. Selection. <sighs> I don't select, the universe does. And then in every person that you meet, there's a lesson in there for yourself. It's not really about them. It is partially about them. But that's their own self-discovery. But as I walk this journey, with or without a hand held, it's still always about me and my emotions and what I'm feeling. Who I can talk to, who I can't. So there I was, baking the cake, got the laptop on. And I'm thinking, I want to talk right now. I want to talk. I want to share how I'm feeling. But just like before, when I was going through, um, not saying there's any domestic violence here, there isn't. But just like before, when I was experiencing relationship hiccups, I got to a lonely place within those relationships because it was their way. <laughs> oh, it starts off all lovely, doesn't it? Flowers and dates, but I, not many dates. Starts off nice. So they get what they want. I'm not suggesting that's the reason why people get with each other. Because obviously when you get with someone you think, you know what, this is you know what, I connect with you. I will share part of my journey with you. It doesn't mean I need to change who I am or, or, or anything that I'm doing or stop what I'm doing or stop talking to people that I've spoken to. <coughs> it just means that the journey that I am on and the journey that other people people are on is individuality and in that individuality you've got to find happiness and that happiness you've got to find it in you haven't you you can't find it within in a relationship but when you are sharing space in a relationship you shouldn't feel lonely you shouldn't feel like you're putting your life on hold do you know what I wanted? I wanted somebody beside me that was going to drive me, drive my passion, have the same similar aspirations, same similar goals. But ultimately, we have different visions. Everybody does. And, you can, and that's the beauty of the brain, isn't it? That's why I call this, that's why I call things mind over matter because that's the, the beauty of the brain. No one can get inside your brain or see your vision. You can see the development of something you wanted, but when you actually get to the bit that you want, you want to share it, you want to develop it, you want to nurture it more, you want to be excited about the things that you're doing, but you also want to celebrate life whilst you're in it. Because, you know, there was a time where I nearly lost my life several times, several times. 
You know, be it at the hands of others or be it at the hands of my own self. Several times. But now I'm here. Gonna be 50 in a few weeks. <laughs> is it a midlife crisis? Or is it an awakening? I thought I was having an awakening. I kept saying it's an awakening because everything's strange. Everything is, it's, it's ever since I fell to my knees and begged for my life. Everything changed. My outlook of life changed. People's responsibility to myself changed. What I owe to others changed. I owe nothing to anyone but my happiness. I like to enhance life and add value to someone else's life. But am I getting the same back? Affection. When you reach this age and you've gone through the menopause, everything changes. Your mentality changes, your mind changes, the way you see life, it changes. The expectations of your body changes. And now it's like you take all of the what you were doing previously, probably taking it for granted, but now you've got to this crisis point in your life. Everything's changed. It's even difficult to laugh nowadays. No, you want to laugh, but the laugh is so fake. Because I want, I guess I want affection, enjoyment. The thing is, at least to say, when you're in relationships and one person's going through um, bullying or something like that, this is the thing, it affects your relationships. It doesn't just, it's not just about you and your friendships. It's about you, your friendships, and the information that you share about your problem. So who do you run to when you have a problem? Those that you spoke to before? We're just going to say the same thing, ultimately. The same thing that I would say. It's your choice, your decision. So why do you feel that you need to owe it to someone? I don't. Look at me, pep talking myself. I don't have the quality, quality of what I expected out of life. Because it's one-sided. You know, I'm like, I want it all and I want it now. And I am impatient. Although I would say I've had very much a lot of patience. It's, it gets to the point where, you know, it gets to the point where you can be with someone, they don't even listen to what you talk about, they don't listen to your podcast, they don't watch you. you even your own friends, they pretend to be your friends. They don't even watch your broadcast. They don't watch anything you're saying. We talk about, you know, so you, they can get to know you better than what they thought they knew you. Do you know how many friends that I've said that, have been supposed to be friends and then they've come up to me and said, oh, I never knew you had mental health. And it's patronizing, because this is what I'm saying, no love. I had problems, homelessness, 
Did you help me? Did you give me a bed? No. Did you offer me a sofa? No. Did you point me to the council? No. Did you point me to the police? No. Were you my witness? Because as a victim, I told, told you a lot of things. Did you report it? No. So what did you do for me as friends? What did you do for me as family? You see, when the going gets tough, there's nowhere to run. You can't rely on those that you thought you could rely on, those that you've known for many, 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 many years. Even though your situation is not like, you know, you could be like, oh, I've lost me, oh, I've lost me money one day. Um, you know, that could be an issue. The second day could be like, oh, you know, I was um, burgled or something like that. You know, there's no help, no, no nothing, no, no uh, guidance from families and friends nowadays as to what to do. They'll just say, oh, report it, report it. And then they wash their hands as the solution. It isn't reporting. It's, how are you doing? How are you doing while you're going through this traumatic time? Are you taking time out for yourself? Well, I would, if I had a little bit of help and support to help me eliminate half the problems. The journey alone is so tough. The journey alone is so heavy. If you had to balance on a plank of wood and there was food there and you hadn't eaten for weeks, but you had to keep each other up but the plate of food was so desiring. Who's going to gnaw, ignore half of the other and grab that bread first? Who would do that? Knowing that the other person will fall. But several people do do this. It's almost like I have to be a witness to the world. And a witness in the world is quite cruel, it's quite pathetic really. It's quite strange, it's almost like you have to baby the world to turn around and say, look, come on, treat each other right. A little bit of romance, a little bit of dignity, wine and dine, date your loved ones, whoever they are. You know, date your kids, date your grandchildren, have a date with them, have a play date with them. Do something spectacular. And here I sit still sitting here, sitting here, sitting here, sitting here. Not very often I get invited out. Not very often I do anything. In fact, I sit in four walls, projecting to the world my lonely life inside my mind. You see, it's all about what's inside your mind. And I'm deciphering the world out and what it wants from me, and what I can give it. And along that journey, we've just got this communication, different love languages of individual people who either get you, don't get you, enhance your life or decrease your life. Well, I'm already, I'm always on the, I want to enhance my life and I'm going to enhance my life. And who's on that journey with me can bring nourishment to that journey. Friends do. Facebook buddies do. Facebook buddies. <laughs> it's 
Facebook buddies. Wow. That's what I'm saying. You have nowhere to run when you want to tell somebody about how you feel within your relationship. You're supposed to talk to your partner about your relationship, but when your partner keeps doing the same thing over and over again, and keep talking about becomes draining, becomes that, hold on a minute, once again, here's a reflection. If I didn't have to keep speaking and repeating myself, then perhaps I'd have a full smile on my face. But I sit here lonely. I don't, you know, male interaction, male interaction, very few, very few, very few. And then when you have female interaction, that too is very few, because people are just not trustworthy. Or getting to know somebody takes a very, very long time. But I hate feeling lonely. Because the whole world makes me feel lonely. Facebook makes me feel lonely. Because there's so much rejection. There's so much hate. There's so much divide. So then if you don't have Facebook, go to church. Well, the church is stopped too, hasn't it? So where you went to at least see smiling faces and somebody clapping your hand, their hands, it is no longer there either. Everything is a digital world. Lonely. You used to be able to text and speak to somebody. You used to have people come over and enjoy life with you. Smile and laugh and dance. That's gone now. That's all the stuff that I did years ago. And it's all gone now. It doesn't have to be, they say. You've got online now. You can dance in your own home and make your own enjoyment. But it's not the same as human contact. You can go to bed at night in your onesie. Or sometimes, don't even bother getting undressed. In fact, don't even bother getting a bath. In fact, don't even trim your bits. In fact, don't even shave your legs. Why is that? Because you don't see human contact. Who are you impressing? Let's get up, rise up. Tomorrow's another day. What are you going to do with your day? Well, I'm going to uh, enjoy it. I'm going to go and, uh, go for a walk. I'm going to walk the dog. I'm going to go for a horse ride. I'm going to do all the pleasure things in life. But I'm still on my own. It's still lonely. No one to share those memories with. 24 hours in a day. 24 hours in a day. 
although time doesn't really exist, does it? You can say what's there but never comes. And the answer would be tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Everybody always puts off tomorrow, tomorrow. Not realising that the clock is ticking. Not realising that time is being wasted. A disease creeps in. Suddenly, end of life. Then somebody says, I wish I had just spent that, that little much more time with them. Lonely. Even getting rejected for your own son. And I have to say this because that's how I feel. Rejection from your own child. And no matter how much you try to put it right, there's no opportunity. And it's one sided journey. Everybody puts up a barrier of protection to speak or not to speak, to tell or not to tell, to express or not to express, to speak out or to shut down. But you gotta keep on moving because time. No matter what you do, your time is up when the universe says. Now you got to quit feeling sorry for yourself. Keep telling your stories. Keep speaking out. But thank you for the analysing my life. Because it feels lonely. But tomorrow when I wake up, It won't feel lonely because I had something planned. I have a plan and I'm gonna meet and I'm gonna embrace my one year anniversary. And I'm gonna meet all my fellow members and uh, embrace the afternoon. And watch people smile. Watch people share their stories of how they survived. Watch people tell their stories of where they are now and what they're doing. And know that you're the one, Kerry, that brings people together. Maybe not loads, but very small. steps because these people that you brought together this is me kept talking myself also felt the same way I felt lonely isolated alone unloved neglected lied to cheated on beated on abused and we don't hide that we share the growth that we are still standing but we're not ashamed to talk anymore we're not ashamed to speak out 
But on a personal note, in your own personal life, that's the tricky part. Who do you turn to when your own friends only want the best for you? Some things you just have to figure out for yourself. Do you know what stuff things up? What stuff things up in the world is that nowadays you can't even date anyone without thinking about what well, I wouldn't. The thing is about disease, people cheating on you, dating, disease. What's that person? Not even that. What's that person like? How long will that last? You know, many people stay in a relationship for years and years and years. Each time I get over a threshold, I think, yeah, I'm a, you know what, I made it. This is long. This is a long relationship. What's the longest relationship that you ever had? Well, the longest relationship I ever had was 12 years. 12 years misery. 12 years misery. Not for the first few months, of course not. Couldn't do enough. That's the win you over phrase. And then after that, <laughs> you see, when you're vulnerable, you don't recognise that you are their prey. Conquest. Trophy. Are you a hero to them, though? Are you a hero? Do you nurture? Do you water? Do you do that for your friends? I do, I put a lot into everybody else and then they say, put something into you. I do. I treat myself to a bath. <laughs> I'll treat myself to a mud face. I'll even do me hair. I actually, you know what, I'll play dress up. All the things you can do at home. Yeah, I'll take a few selfies, I'll do a few TikToks. But I'm still going to bed alone. I wake up alone, I go to bed alone. I talk all night to other people, but not the one that I should be speaking to. Why? Because it doesn't grab my attention, because it's a different direction. Self, oneself. But yeah, there is, I bear you in mind. I bear everyone in mind. I still stand here. Eight in the bloody cake alone. Deep thought that was. I feel quite good now. Where are you going? Well, I don't know. You know what? I'm looking forward to me, friends. I'm looking forward to seeing people. But you know what's never permanent, is it? It's only small steps. It's only time, a little bit of time to spend with someone. A little bit of time before it's too late. Before it's too late. Understand before you lose your loved ones. Understand, connect, communicate, understand, learn them, learn their interests. What did they have for breakfast? What did they have for dinner? Do you know? Do you know anything about them or what they did in the day unless they tell you? 
Or is that it? Is it over and done with, is it? Because you know, oh, they're uh, five foot six, uh, this, 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 this. They do this, they do this, this, they do that. You know, that life in order, scripted life. But what about the discovery? What about the discovery? What about the fun? Do you know what? I watch too many Blinken movies. I think that's what the problem is with half the generation. We've watched so many movies in the past that, especially women, you know, we've watched those romantic movies and in the past, we expected life to be the way it was in the movies. But that's a load of rubbish. Sometimes it is for some, sometimes it isn't for none. You Sometimes you get a connection, sometimes you don't. Sometimes, and you know you're saying, kiss a few frogs before you find your prince. Well, I'm not looking for a prince, I'm looking for a king, yeah? But at the same time is I see myself as a queen and I need pampering, yeah? I need pampering. I want to go do things and I don't want, you know what, where I rebel is if I have to suggest, if it's always me. This is exactly the same in friendships. Friendships, if it's always me suggesting and doing, I then get put off by the person in front of me because it is one-sided and the effort to please seems to be one-sided. Not thought out, thoughtless. And that's where people dwindle off because the journey starts being so lonely. The journey alone starts being, oh, sorry, who are you again? (laughs) I can't remember the last time I saw you. Do you know, someone said to me, Oh, your, uh, your, your, your uh, son only lives down the road. Go see him. And I, just looked, and I looked at them. You're in my circle. But the problem, and the problem that I've been having is that you only do text, you don't talk. So if you had talked to me and helped me through the talking therapy side and the listening skills, you would you would have known that that's a painful thing to be rejected from your own child. Yet, because you have experienced it yourself. So it's not easy living with rejection from anyone. But it's the dismissive of people when they don't know you. They pretend they know you, they, oh, they know you by name, but they don't know anything about your days. Don't even pick up the phone. (laughs) That's why I have a good support network around myself. But it's a text. Check in. But after the text, check in. You are welcome to pick up the phone and talk. Which is what we do. But it's just some things I can't talk about. There's some things... I try not to put my personal life anywhere. So, who am I protecting here then? Because right now, I'm lonely. And I don't feel any pampering of myself is gonna make me feel better about this situation of absent Guests. 
looking out the kitchen window watching the robins. <laughs> I'm now about to ice the cake. So I think my talks for the day um, a bit better. Just because I went out in the back garden and I um, was sitting by the tree of uh, dear old Ronnie who passed away. And when he passed away, we planted a memorial tree and it was down the allotment and uh, we pulled it back from the allotment because the allotment was being funny as well. More rejection. So we took the uh, tree and planted it in the back here in the communal garden. And I was sitting by that today in the blazing sun, just thinking and thinking about life and one of the things that I said is I don't have much time left and I don't want to hear people say oh you're only young so was my friends when they died so when they died in their 26 so when they die in their 30s and they die in their 40s and 50s and 60s and we're not talking about dying of suicide we're talking about dying of cancer dying of a car crash you know the devastation of people ignoring depression is just unreal. Depression can come from anywhere. You know, there's nothing worse than seeing one of your children lose one of their friends to a car accident and watching them have to handle grief. And then look at life and reflect life and look at that in a different way with an I don't care attitude. I need to live for today. I need to live for today. Pretty much the same as me. I need to live for today. I need to be happy in the here and the now. So I take on board from my mature children to be happy in the here and now. At any means possible. Oh well, I wonder what the next podcast is going to come up with. You never know what goes on in the mind, do you? But you know what? I'm a blogger. I blog that all day. <laughs> I have no family to turn to anymore. Is that what I'm saying? You can't speak to your siblings. <laughs> They've outgrown you. <laughs> and you just realise they're just humans as well with just a title. A title, a title, a title. All of these titles mean nothing. It's human contact that matters. We'll celebrate one year anniversary. You know when they say you made it? What did you actually make? Well, okay, I studied. Okay, I got that. And I, I signed this, I signed that, signed direct.gov. Yeah, we made it. Made what? You paid into the system so you could provide platform for others but yet you could have just spoke freely about your life full stop and not had stress of dealing with people but the thing is what you've gone and done which is the amazing thing is leave your legacy your history and you've shown all the work that you've done to help many many people within the community and you've been told that if it was not for you Kerry they would not be here to hear things like that 
and then reflect on my own thought process when somebody, when I say to somebody, it made a difference to me, it made you just stop to talk, so it stopped me in my tracks. You give me time, you called at the right time, so it stopped me in my tracks. It diverted the thought process. You see, when you spend too much time on your own, you can like your own company, but the habits that you have can be very, very, very unhealthy, or they could be, I don't know, I'll sit here and I, I speak to people that tell me they have agoraphobia and they don't go out, they don't see anybody much. So therefore the habit that they're formed is one of recluse, one of which I'm not sure if I want to get to know you. I'm not sure I can trust you. I'm not sure I want you near me. You see, people's attitudes to life and embracing life is all different. No two minds think alike. No two minds think alike. And that's the beauty of your mind. Everything's going to be a mind over matter.